Welcome to Empirical Peapod. I'm your host, Tim Day. This is my first episode ever. I'm very nervous and awkward. I'm already screwing everything up, but I'm trying my best and hopefully I'll get better. Or I'll quit. Either way, let's get into this first episode. I don't want to waste a lot of your time or mine. Let's do it. Alright, we're gonna give this a go. Episode 1, Empirical Peapod. See what happens. I already hate everything. <laughs> Not for real, but like, poof, what a what a pain in the ass. I'm afraid to move or touch anything. It's gonna make some absurd noise. And I'm gonna hear it, and then you're gonna hear it. And I'm gonna be like, Ugh. Yeah, anyways... So I just wanted to kind of start this first episode and, I don't know, similar to like the way I've been posting blogs, like the idea for the show is definitely to have guests talk about stuff. It's always going to be friends of mine uh, and just kind of free-form conversation. Like I have a genuine or a general idea for each episode, but then just kind of see what happens via conversation uh, and where things go it's kind of to one of the exciting parts for me is to kind of we all kind of have a group of friends right and we all everybody comes from different walks of life and I just like the idea of exploring that and kind of seeing how these relationships form how they stay together like a lot of our group has been together for since like kindergarten and then some of us plugged in at junior high some of us plugged in at high school but it's a pretty insane group that's pretty tight uh, and I'm excited for you to get to, to meet them and to know them because they are all incredible people so that's kind of the main idea uh, and then intermixed with that will be uh, some solo shows here and there where this is stuff that I would normally put on like a blog so, usually when I write a blog, I've got, like, a, an idea, and I just kind of write. And whatever comes out, comes out. I don't reread it. I don't proofread it. Uh, it's basically like a brain dump, where I don't I don't want to get stuck in it or start editing it. I just kind of want it to be what it is. And I kind of want to do that same idea here when I do uh, solo shows. Obviously, I'll have to zhuzh it up a little bit here and there, just so it's not dead air or, or ridiculousness kind of even play with the idea of maybe some background instrumental music but then I think like uh, I get, I'd probably get caught up in that and I'd be like bobbing my head to that and forget I'm even supposed to be doing something but um, I don't know man like it's all kind of a shit show the whole point was to just jump in and give it a try and that's that's what this is so good, so good luck the first thing that I kind of wanted to talk about, because I've been kicking around a blog idea anyways, and I'm like, well, we're on the apex of trying a podcast, why not uh, save it for that? And again, because I'm an absolute asshole, I'm zero prepared and don't have, and just kind of have an idea, and we'll see where it goes. Uh, weaves in and out. Maybe it'll make sense, maybe it won't. Maybe this will be the one I recorded and never release it. <sighs> But today's concept, the uh, main idea, is um, this idea of home. Now, home's an interesting idea, because it's kind of like, it's 
it's like you're... I mean, it's, it's the center of your universe, really. Your own personal little journey. Everybody has their idea of home. It's a, a place. For some people, it's a person. Uh, you know, but everybody has their concept of that and, and what it means to them. And, and usually it's instilled from a young age where you feel safe. You know, your parents take care of you. Uh, and you kind of have that home experience. And then as you grow up, hopefully they set you up for success and then you create your own home experience for your kids or just for your uh, significant other or for yourself, whoever the fuck you want. But uh, that's kind of the idea. And along the, the way, my personal journey, that ceased to exist. Uh, or, or realistically, it probably never existed. It's just something that I never really thought of or put much weight in. Um... Uh, don't get me wrong, like, when I was a kid, everything was fine, like, uh, it was what it was, it was fun and simple, and, but then as you grow up, you know, you, you kind of hit a certain age, like, by the time you're in the middle school, uh, you start realizing things, and it's, it's one of the things I, so I teach, I don't teach, um, <laughs> don't listen to me, I'm an idiot, but I work at, in a middle school uh, as an assistant, and the reason I love that age, like, kind of between 11 and 14, is it's really the first time that you're realizing that adults are full of shit. Like, your parents don't make sense. Most other adults don't make sense. The teachers don't make sense. Uh, and that's not a bash on teachers. Like, there's amazing people out there. Just like anything, there's amazing people and there's dog shit people. Like, that's, that's fine. That's anything you look at is going to have those two options. But... I like this idea of the first time where you're really like, ah, oh, this person doesn't make sense, and you kind of have to make a call, right? You either internalize that and don't talk about it or let them know you've realized it, or you become outspoken and act out and put a quote-unquote problem child for a time, and hopefully at some point you straighten yourself out. And that's kind of what happened to me is I kind of became more introverted and I started realizing that things were not what they're supposed to be, whatever that means. Like a stereotypical, you know, normal, loving home uh, where people get along or are encouraging and stuff like that. Like that's such a foreign concept to me. Like I grew up in a in a pretty abusive house with a, a psychopath for a father so it was never home and, and I'm not here to get deep into that like no, nobody cares and that's it, it doesn't matter it's so old and whatever like we move past that but just the idea of home was kind of st maybe not stolen is the right word but like definitely warped uh, and it kind of stayed that way for a long time so after high school, like, I was one of those ones that couldn't wait to get out, but then, like, didn't leave. <laughs> and by the time I left home, well, actually, we all left at once. So everybody, my parents divorced, and all of us moved in separate directions. And I ended up uh, with my brother and his wife for a short time, which was a whole other ball of, <laughs> this isn't going to work out. Uh, that I also doesn't doesn't need to get into. It also doesn't matter. But again, no home. This is a definite. You're a guest here, 
and since we're helping you, we kind of own you. So, which is pretty common. Like, if somebody is helping you out, usually they like to feel like they have a certain sense of ownership over you. Like, you, somebody loans you a bunch of money, and then they see you spend money, like, because that's how you live, how life works. But they get a case of the ass, or they start thinking they have a say over what you spend your money on, and it's unfortunate. Don't, that's a sidebar for you. Don't help people unless you're comfortable losing whatever you're giving, whether it's your time or your resources. Um, so, yeah, so that didn't pan out either. So I still is like, I don't understand home or, like, safety, really. And I think it really triggers a pretty intense anxiety because everything is temporary. So during this time, I started kind of backpacking around. And I literally lived out of a backpack for the next few years. Now, that sounds dramatic. It's not. Like, I stayed with various friends in various amazing places. Uh, and it was actually really, really fun, to be honest. Like... You're supposed to kind of look at these days as, like, quote-unquote failure or, like, you hated it. And it was so much fun. Like, because you didn't have anywhere to be or go, wherever you were was, like, the spot. It was the hot spot. Like, there was always something going on. There was always something to do because you didn't have anything else to do. Which is honestly probably why now that I'm older, I'm, like, not that I avoid those things, but now I'm, like, it's not... I had such a fill of it for so long that now I'm like, eh, I want these smaller, intimate gatherings where I can actually talk to people, not where it's always like wild. Also, we're all way older now, also too, so nobody's uh, partying like we used to. But that was—I feel really lucky to have uh, been through that and kind of backpacked it around and get to know certain friends even better or stay in certain places like i stayed with p- people for like a year or two that i that honestly i didn't even know uh and they were amazing they were the best people i've ever met and even let my band because of course i had a band what unsuccessful dickhead floating through life doesn't have a band so they even let uh us practice in their basement uh, it was literally a, a girlfriend at the time's friend who I kind of knew, and her mother, who I had never met, let me stay there for an extended period of time and have the band there. Like I said, they're some of the most incredible people I've ever met. It's it's insane to think about how that even worked out, but it, it was really cool. It's a really cool experience to kind of do that. And I live with my friend, Lindsay, uh, and her family, the Bruce and the Donna, who are also some of the most incredible people uh, you could ever meet here's another sidebar for you (laughs) because this is all based on my friends and uh, people close to me or that mean a lot to me you're gonna hear me talk about people being the most incredible whatever all the time because they genuinely are so it's gonna get annoying so just be forewarned of that they are genuinely every single one of them unbelievable and incredible and I can't not let you know that. So, so I stayed with Lindsay for a while, and which was cool because I got to get really close with Lindsay. Same thing, like I, her and our mind's friendship at that time was new, uh, and we were just getting to know each other. But she's amazing. Her parents are amazing, and she'll 
be on this show at some point. There's definitely uh, an episode planned. Sometimes she's a little flaky, so we'll see if we can get her in here, but <laughs> I'm sure it'll happen at some point. Now, after all of this, so eventually this all goes away, and at some point my mom bought a, bought a place, because she was out in Wheaton after the divorce, and I'm like, who the fuck wants to live in Wheaton? Uh, so then she bought a place in DeKalb, you know, because nobody wants to live in Wheaton. Everybody loves DeKalb, which, of course, is wildly untrue. But and she's still here to this day. So uh, I had some ideas of things I wanted to do with my life and where I wanted to take it. So I uh, left and moved out and stayed with my mom for a while, which I've done off and on for way too long in my life. Um, which is another thing too, like people stereotypically are like, oh, if you live with your parents, you know, you're a, a failure, which is fine. Like if you're going to call me a failure or if, if I am a failure, fair enough. But there's also a flip side to that, that I think is not talked about enough that, um, you kind of move away and then that's it. And one of the things when I, uh, that I always really enjoyed, like, when my grandma was around, especially my mom's mom, I loved just talking to her, because, like, how much do you really know about your grandma and her life, you know, and I really liked that, like, my grandma loved movies, so we would talk about movies all the time, uh, so there's kind of this idea, like, if I would have had an opportunity to live with my grandma for an extended period of time, I would have jumped at it. Because uh, it would have been awesome just to, you know, come home and sit there and just just pick her brain. Uh, she laughed at the most inappropriate things. She loved the worst movies. Like, she loved music, too. Like, couldn't hear lyrics, but she just liked music. <laughs> uh, she was awesome. Uh, but it's kind of the same idea now where it's like... I, I'm lucky enough to spend a bunch of extra time with my mom that I normally wouldn't have because I, I would have had a family or I'd be out on my own. And I've been out on my own at various times, uh, you know. And don't get me wrong, it's just as annoying as it is awesome. But there's going to be a payoff there. It's, at some point, you know, she's not going to be here or I'm not going to be here. Uh, and I think we'll really, the, uh, the extra time we got to spend together will have been really meaningful and uh, important. But I digress. So I ended up back out in DeKalb for a spell, and this is my car was totaled and not drivable, and I didn't have any prospects, and so everything was kind of put on hold, and I just got a job locally, and I just walked there until I could uh, fix my car, or I bought a new car is what I did, and because that's, you know, no matter what happens, as, as cliche and dumb as it is, at some point, you, you're done being a victim, and you just bootstrap, and you fucking move forward, right? Uh, when you're ready, you know? You don't have to hurt yourself about it, or beat yourself up, or get anxious or depressed about it. Feel how you need to feel, and when you're ready to do better, do better. And that's <laughs> become an unannoying un theme of my life. <laughs> Is, alright, let's start back over. Uh, but there's still, even coming back to my mom's place there's still no feeling of home there like the 
you know, we've kind of, at this point, you've removed the, uh, the dark cloud over the house, which would have been my father, who at this time lived out in Sandwich, but still didn't feel like home, right? It's still just like, oh, you're just staying here for a while. And then that's never really gone away. I've lived with other friends off and on. Uh, and even uh, over the last couple of years, I'm going to fast forward a little bit here. I bought a place a couple of years ago and had my own my own place. And same thing, it just never felt like home. Now, like, you could argue that there's reasons for that. Like, uh, I was with somebody that literally passed away like four days after I closed. Uh, and she was in the process of moving in. So, like, that's kind of a kick in the balls, right? That would kind of ruin any experience. Uh, but I stayed there for two and a half years, and it was... Every day was just, like, I'm just getting away with this. At some point, somebody's going to realize the mistake, and I'm going to have to go. And then eventually that did happen. I was working at a factory, and they <laughs> didn't want me there anymore. So, uh, as I was walking out, called uh, my friend to sell my house, and I was like, I get the fuck out of here. So even then, I fucked off to Colorado for a while, and that was fun, but it was uh, just a vacation, a couple of months, uh, but it was so refreshing and like so incredible, and I had never been there, so it was uh, a beautiful time. Also, not without its annoyances. On my way there, I had... I don't know, a wheel bearing blow up and almost kill me on the highway. And then I got stranded in Nebraska for a week. So I de depleted a ton of money staying in a hotel for a week, having to have my car fixed over a week because in Nebraska, everything is slow as balls. Oh my God. They are not in a rush for anything. Like, I don't have a lot of great things to say about Illinois, but like, we're so close to Chicago here in the suburbs, like, we gotta get shit done. Like, it moves, and we have stuff to do, and it's important now. That does not exist in other places. So, even that was uh, a, a doomed situation. But something beautiful uh, that was doomed, kind of like any, any life for Flower, where uh, there's death built into it, but it was an absolute incredible experience along the way. So, that was recent. So, back to the other stuff, you can kind of see there was never going to be this home feeling. And recently, I've kind of noticed that more. Uh, I did live with a, one particular friend that I lived with a couple of times. And uh, when I lived with her, that felt like home. And it was the only time in my life... This is something that's still new to me, kind of realizing this. And, I, and I've talked to her about it as well, so it's not... I don't want to make anybody feel weird. But it was the only time that I'd ever felt like home. Where it was just like, you know, two people do, doing what they do separately. Uh, and absolutely uh, loving their time together. We would sit up at the all hours of the night just talking about nothing or stupid stuff. Or watching the TV or listening to music. Like... It was uh, it was this amazing companionship, I suppose, that I had never had before, uh, and, and it kind of changed the whole perspective. Where, you know, 
I packed up all of the stuff I owned when I was 18. And to this day, I just turned 40 in April. I've never unpacked. And I've lived at tons of places. I've had my own house for years. And I've still never unpacked. Like, I periodically go through and throw a bunch of stuff away. Like, I'm trying to minimize as much as possible. But I think it's incredibly telling to think that I've never once unpacked. Like, I dated a girl even. We dated for a couple years, and she bought a house, and we lived together. And she had a kid, and we were like a little family unit. Uh, And even then, like, I I never unpacked. Uh, It never felt like it was going to be permanent. Like, everything in my life is always for now. Like, it's, it's definitely going away, and you definitely don't deserve it. So suck it up while you can, because it's, it's on its way out. And, again, that sounds more dramatic than I mean it to, because I, I spent a lot of my life genuinely feeling that way, uh, which sucks. But uh, there's not really a way around it either. Like, that's just how I came... That's what I took from how I came up. Uh, I feel differently now. But that's also new, and I'm kind of navigating that. And, geez, just sitting here listening to myself sounds so annoying. I'm already so sick of saying, but, um. And it's going to keep happening. It's like a comma for me. It's like a comma you can hear instead of seeing. But, god damn, I'm already annoyed with me. So I'm going to apologize right now. I'm sorry I have to sit through this. But I'm going to keep it going anyways, because, fuck, it's episode one. It's supposed to be a shit show, right? So, no home. I'm like an orphan. I'm like an orphan with a good family. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know, my mom is, is fine. She's great. You know, whatever. She has her annoyances, just like I have mine, just like anybody would. You know, uh, lucky I have uh, a great sister also. You know, she's fine unless we're bumping heads which is rare but when we bump heads it's she'll be on the show too and hopefully that doesn't blow up (laughs) i don't i don't think it will we'll get more into tip on my uh my dad and stuff with her uh and learning how to or talking about cutting out toxic people no matter how close they are but yeah so this idea of um never having this home except for this one kind of image of it that didn't last very long I think is is interesting it's it's really interesting to me to have never had that again Um, it's probably why I really gravitate towards that particular friendship like um, she means so much to me she's amazing Uh, and just I feel like she's one of the only people that I know that like understands me or gets me which is also weird like that's kind of comes to with the whole blah that we've been talking about is this idea that I've never really felt understood. And once again, you have there's two options, right? When you don't feel understood, you either um, close yourself in or you just start acting out because any attention is good attention, right? And I've always been one to shut myself off. If you, <laughs> I come from an abusive house. If you act out, you're going to get your ass kicked. So I learned very quickly to internalize and uh, keep my nose clean and just just a shush. 
and just don't. <laughs> I'm supposed to be seen and not heard. But uh, it, w it was such a difference to be around somebody that, like, even when I was doing things that I know are quote-unquote triggering, like, I can be very sharp uh, and very uh, abrasive. And, you know, like anybody can, like, you don't mean it. It's just how you react to certain things. And I, I would never, I would never intentionally hurt somebody and I would never want that to be what's happening but sometimes you're you know you can get lost in your reaction or you can just get you know you, you just do what you do and then you kind of wade through it if somebody's willing to so and she's never been offended uh and never taken anything i've said personally and uh, really gives you that opportunity to say what you need to say and then we'll we'll decipher it <laughs> afterwards uh, together as a group if you will so I feel incredibly grateful and lucky for that and that's kind of a, the next point is grateful because you can kind of hear all this and feel some kind of way and that's up to you you know stereotypically like oh or, woe is him or or who cares or you know whatever you're triggered by uh, or relate with but I feel really good um, I'm just so grateful to be a part of anything and by part of I mean experience wise like any experience I've had you know I've been through plenty of things that were absolutely devastating crushing uh, you know just they, you, you just feel like it's something you're not going to recover from and it's some things that you don't recover from you just carry around with you from now on uh but i every single one of them uh i'm so grateful for like it takes a million miracles to make each moment and like just to be a part of that is it's something that gets lost constantly and it's it's nice to kind of be able to step back from yourself and be like oh, okay there's you know there's absolutely stunning things happening constantly uh, and it's really easy to miss those like there's so many experiences I have like just out in the world where I'm like wow this feels like it was put here just for me to notice you know and, and that's always been enough for me is to notice things like I don't try to save things or hold on to things or you know manipulate things to something that they're not like I just want them to be exactly what they are and I want to enjoy them for that and then let them be whatever they need to be and I kind of try to do that in every context of my life like even with my relationships with people just accepting people for who they are um, and letting them be that and empowering them to be that and not trying to interfere with that or turn them into something that they're not uh, even like this idea of uh, relationships, which is a whole other ball of bullshit. Like holy Christ, I don't even I don't even want to think about it right now. But we'll get into it at some point. It's the same thing though. Not trying to bend somebody into what you think they should be, or what they could be, or what they might be, but letting them be what they are and loving them for that. 
Uh, and that's another thing that goes back to me constantly explaining how amazing everybody is. I'm taking them for as they are, what they've shown me, and who they are as a person. And kind of reflecting that back to the world and just being like, oh, they're so amazing. I don't, I don't want them to be anything but who they are. And even when you go outside and like you can see well, just little things. Like I went fishing the other day. You know, and I like to, the lake opens at 6, and I like to get there at 6, and I like to hit the road by 5.30, because the sun rises around there, you know, and I'm lucky when I drive to work, uh, when, I, when I go to work, the sun's in my eyes, when I come home, the sun's in my eyes, and that might annoy the living piss out of most people, and it is annoying, but I get to see the sunrise every single day. And it's it's genuinely as simple as perspective. Like, oh, the sun's in my eyes. I hate everything. Or I get to see the sunrise every morning. Yeah, you know, and be and be a part of that. And and a lot of people are missing that. A lot of people are are still there with me driving to work, but they're not seeing what I'm seeing. And they're not getting what I'm getting out of it. Which is it's fine. They don't need to. I'm not trying to push anything on anybody or to make something that isn't there. I'm just saying that there's so much all the time uh, around us that I feel like we miss. Uh, and, and I think that gratitude and being grateful for that is... It's, it's just incredibly important. So, I don't know, man. This, Like I said, this is kind of just a... In an introduction, um, I just kind of wanted to. Well, one, it's it's kind of a test if you want to get technical. Um, I do hate listening to myself talk as I do this. I'm gonna hate it even more if I have to ever edit anything because I sound like an absolute jag off. But I love the idea, and I want to pursue it. So I'm trying to get over myself and just do it. Because I've got some really good ideas. I've got a whole... What I want to do is kind of with this main show is... Like I already said, having guests and stuff. But I don't want to just do an episode every week until I'm dead. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not rich. I actually have a job and a life. But what I do want to do is kind of break it out into seasons. And so I've got... 26 episodes mapped out which will basically give us 6 months so that's half a year uh, so I'm thinking for the main show doing like a 6 month uh, season and then I've got a couple of other shows uh, also that I want to explore that'll have a guest, uh, not guest host like it'll be a, me and another person doing this show and then me and another person doing this show or just another person doing this show and kind of all being under this empirical peapod banner uh, so that there'll always be content even in the off times yeah, even if it's something simple where it's like uh, you know I had a friend who wanted to talk about her, her struggle with a drug addiction particularly and I was like cool like put together uh, a six-week uh, show. Give me an hour a week 
that it'll run for six weeks and let's put it on like if you want me to be there to kind of help you and to kind of push it along where it needs to go or if you can just map it out well enough to just talk she's you know she's crazy i don't know if we want to give her a live mic and let her go but i i love this idea and i i want stuff like that as well so if i can empower other people to kind of be like okay yeah here's this platform i have something to talk about boom let's do it let's get it done uh and, and let's get it out there and see if people relate to it see if people care or you know maybe people are just like hey this is awful and nobody wants to hear about it then you know that's just another answer and we move on uh, i'm big into trying things uh, i don't measure success whether things uh, work or not to me it's just try everything everything if you have an idea run with it if it doesn't work out it doesn't matter uh because if you just keep running eventually you're gonna have an idea that does pan out like there's it's 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 this sorry it's insane to think about there's so much room in the world and there's so many things that don't exist don't hold back your ideas like we need them we need them and you've got to bring them to us like we're like we're waiting basically <laughs> You've got amazing ideas, you know, just put, put them out there and, you know, and I'm not trying to come down on anybody. I'm, I'm the same way. I've had this idea for an, an annoyingly long amount of time and I'm just now jumping in, trying, attempting episode one. And it makes me so upset to think about like, uh, is, is, you know, all this other stuff. I bought a bunch of like high, like not high end because I'm poor, but like I bought a bunch of equipment and did a dry run and hated it. I returned all the equipment <laughs> and bought all new equipment. And I'm like, I don't, this is all secondary. Like, don't worry about all the extra bullshit. Like, that'll come later. Just get your idea out there. Like, I could have literally just recorded a thing on my laptop with a headset that I play games on. I don't need all this whatever fancy stuff. Like, just get it out there, and then we can smooth it out later. You know what I mean? It's like just throwing a big glob of sand into a sandbox, and then we'll come by and we'll rake it. We'll turn it into a zen garden later. But you've got the ideas, and you got to get them out there. Like... We're wait, we're all waiting for it, and and that's my point here. As I'm trying to to live the same idea, and I, and I hope it resonates. And if it doesn't, I'll fuck off immediately <laughs> because I don't want to stay where I'm not wanted either. Also, at this point, feel like I'm droning on. I don't really have like a plan for length. I kind of goes back to what I said about my blog. I just kind of let them be what they're going to be. This feels like I've talked for a long time. Uh, it's also since I'm by myself, it feels like way too much. And I'm sick of hearing me. So uh, ideally, I figured I would want the episodes to be an hour. But that might be like with a guest. 
an hour with a guest because right now it's been like a half hour and I'm ready to blow my brains out. And I don't want you guys to get to the same point. So, I'll probably call it here. Uh, um, it means the absolute world to me to have this opportunity. Um, I I hope something resonates with you. Uh, I hope you're excited. Maybe the wrong word. I'm excited about what's coming. I have a better idea about what's coming. Uh, I guess I could say get excited about what's coming. And uh, we'll we'll see how it goes from here. Thank you so much. Appreciate y'all. Bye. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. It means the absolute world to me. If you feel so inclined, please subscribe. Uh, that already meant the world to me that you listened to it. But that would be even dub- double world. I don't know, but thank you so much. We'll see you next time.